get yourself in environments and places where the future you would be going to. Where you see yourself, I need you to be her. I need you to show up as her. Because as you grow and elevate into her, everything around you will change. Hey love, welcome to Her Promise Circle Podcast. A safe space to come as you are to receive the word you need to help you continue on your journey to healing, growth, and walking confidently into God's purpose for your life. It's full of all the things that you'll need to live boldly as the woman God created you to be. I'm your host and founder of Her Promise Circle, Mikkel. Get connected, let us support you where you are right now and where you're going. Hey ladies, welcome back to the Her Promise Circle podcast. I'm your host, Mikkel. I'm also the founder and CEO of Her Promise Circle. A lot of you who listen are already part of our beautiful community, but if you're looking for a safe space to come to where the women are supportive and loving and trying to become the best version of themselves and also trying to deepen their relationship with God, we the girlies for you. We are focused on providing resources for women mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually so that you can feed every part of yourself, girl, and become the best, healthiest version of yourself. This year in 2024, we did not come to play. So y'all know if you've been listening to my podcast, if you're new here, welcome sis. It's a crash course into becoming the healthiest version of ourselves, overcoming obstacles in our mind, overcoming our past, overcoming the bad habits we have created and the poor thinking that we have allowed ourselves to participate in. But this year, no, 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 no more. So today I wanted to talk to you guys about something that we hear as buzzwords in the spiritual community. We hear these words a lot from a lot of different people and those words are affirmations and meditation. And I just want to talk about affirmation and meditation in my own life and that according to the Bible. So let's start with the word, okay? Because that's where we're going to start. We're going to start there. So the Bible says a few things on our mouth, right? The Bible says that the power of life and death is in our tongue. There is a lot of talk about how we need to use our mouths only to edify and to uplift each other. In the word, it says we are to sing psalms and praises. As you live this life, as you get older, as you get your relationship with God better intact and you begin to let him convict you on the mouth, it can be a really hard process for you to unlearn things that you've said even in jest, even just joking. You know, things that you've said just on repeat and and on seemingly autopilot in your life that are now no longer true. So today we're gonna talk about how affirmations are important in rewiring your mind. The word also says, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. And the things that we think, the things that we believe come out of our mouths. The word says that is not that which goes into a man that defiles him, but that which comes out. And there are so many times that we actually speak curses over ourselves and others without even realizing how powerful our mouths are or can be. And so... In 2024, the girlies are 
retraining themselves to speak only life over themselves and others. Yes, sis, that includes even the people that are hard to love, even the people you be wanting to be cursing out. Child, we are going to talk about how we work on getting life to come from our mouths because it can actually hinder you in your progress, in growing closer to God, and also in achieving your personal goals. Also, in achieving a healthier relationship with yourself, you and you, a healthier relationship with you and other people. How many times have you ever said something and wanted to take that back? You just like, put your foot in your mouth, right? How many times have you said things that you didn't think were a big deal? We're going to go through some phrases to help you identify the things that we are trying to unlearn in this season. So if you say things like, I can never, I will never, I am not able to, I cannot, I can't. I remember growing up, my mom's like, yeah, stop saying you can't, stop saying you can't. And I'm like, okay, but like, I really can't, so stop, you know, but think about it. The Bible says, as a man thinketh, so is he. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And so there has been things that you have been spewing out for probably a period of years, sis, since you were a kid. Things that people have said to you that you have now adapted yourself to believe that you are now saying on autopilot without even thinking. What story are you telling yourself that is outdated? I never have enough money. I'm not good with money. I don't come from money. Or, there are no good men left out there. It's like, girl, if I don't get married at this point, it's whatever. Because guys are, men are, men aren't, men do, men blah, 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 blah. How many times do we speak, quote unquote, truths from our mouths that don't align with the things that we're praying for? And girl, I know you think you've been doing better. I know we all be like, my prayer life is on point. You know, me and God, we right here, we connected. I'm praying to God about the things that, you know, I would like to see come uh, come about in this season. But when you go out there in the world, when you go to work, when you talk to your friends, what are you saying? Is what you speak on a regular basis, I'm not talking about your time with God in the morning or your time with God at night or your time with God in the middle of the day. I'm talking about how do you speak the majority of the time? Are your words aligning with what you're praying for or are they speaking against it? Okay, for example, in my time with the Lord, let's say this morning, since I use the examples of money and and men, this morning I'm like, Lord, I, I just thank you that you have blessed me with what I have needed. You have been faithful to provide. I thank you for my home and and my kids. And I thank you for everything you've been faithful in sustaining for me. But Lord, I would like to ask for a financial blessing this year. Lord, I would like to have more than enough this year. I believe you that you can exceedingly and abundantly provide for me in my business, in my family, in my my investments, etc., Okay, I'm praying for financial blessing in my time with the Lord. But then I get to work. I hate this job. 
Ooh, girl, they, they just get on my nerves. Huh, they, they just don't even pay enough. And then at the end of the week, I just don't even have enough. You know, I never have enough. It seems like I never have enough. I'm broke, girl. Oh, you want to go out? I'm broke. I can't do that. I don't have enough to do that. I can't get that. I... For the majority of the day, you are canceling out the prayer. You just spent some beautiful time with God confessing. Some time with God where you are just showing him the desire of your heart. And now throughout your day, you are cursing the very thing you desire. Not only are you talking badly about money, but you're talking badly about yourself and your ability to handle it. What story are you telling yourself that is outdated? As a man thinketh, so is he. So you pray for a financial blessing in the morning. All day long you talk about how broke you are and how you can't handle money. And then at night you pray again for it. (laughs) This is how we function as humans. Our brains go on autopilot for a majority of our day. And if we don't start to take control, the Lord gives us self-control. He actually tells us in that verse in Timothy about fear. The Lord does not give give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind, some versions say, but other versions say self-control or self-discipline. The Lord gives you self-control and self-discipline. We can cast down vain imaginations and anything that comes against what the word of God says. We have the ability to control what we dwell on. And for a long time, sis, and this didn't happen until I got my mentor, I would just let any old thought pop into my mind. And when the thought popped into my mind, I gave it real estate. I never challenged it. I never questioned it. I never was like, this isn't me. No. I was like, this the thought that comes in here? All right, let's overthink the crap out of this thing. Let's dwell on this, okay? I'm going to wake up. I'm still thinking about it. I'm worried. I'm fearful. I'm anxious. I overthink it. I need to problem solve. I was very problem focused. Instead of focusing on the who I depend on, the solution that will come to me because of him. It was very problem focused and most of us who have control issues dwell on problems because they give us the illusion of having control let me say it again most of us who have control issues who like to be in control and have a problem with you know releasing and letting go we are problem focused because in your head you're able to keep track of the problems that you face and therefore if you solve a problem it gives you a sense of control when most of the time some of the things we're dealing with are out of our control it's just true and that's okay because if that weren't true we wouldn't need to have faith in God we wouldn't need to depend on him oh girl that was a rough lesson for me child but anyways we allow ourselves to be lazy in our thinking We allow ourselves to dwell on thoughts that are not on things above, as the word says. We have some really stinking thinking. You know who says that? Joyce Meyer in her sermon. She'd be like, we have some really stinking thinking. And honestly, if you want some teaching on the battlefield of the mind, she has a book called The Battlefield of the Mind and also a lot of sermons on it. Side note. But we as women need to control our minds. We need to stop telling ourselves these outdated stories about ourselves that are no longer true. Since you have a dream to become a successful business owner, someone who is prosperous, someone who is successful, 
and you may have already made the LLC. You may be making content. You may be getting some more buzz. You may be making that money starting to come in. You're starting to get more hopeful about the progress that you're making in the goal that you are accomplishing. But what is not aligning? How you speak. I didn't say it would keep you from being successful. It will hinder you in certain areas of your life. It will keep you from accelerated growth. And so we as women need to start coming in alignment with everything. So you may be seeing a little success in certain areas physically in your life, but is your mind catching up? Is your speech catching up? Are the beliefs about yourself catching up? You are no longer a broke girly, okay? You are no longer a woman who doesn't know how to handle money, okay? If you are praying and hoping to have a life where you're, you're prosperous and abundant, you can't keep telling yourself you're in lack. You don't have enough. That doesn't match where you're going. You need. This is why the word says, when you ask, believe you have received. And if you are doing that, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. That's what the word says. So if the word says that, how can we ask in the morning one thing but speak against ourselves and our ability to manage it for the rest of the day. It don't work like that. This is a season, sis, where everything in your life has to be in alignment. And it will break something open. You will see accelerated growth. You want to be in a healthy relationship, sis, one day, right? You're praying that God heals your broken heart. You're praying that God heals those trust issues. You're praying that you open up and become more emotionally available, that you grow and work on your communication issues. You're praying for the progress. You're praying that one day he leads you to your future husband. But throughout the day, you are talking down on men, saying no good men exist, scrolling through the timelines, comparing yourself to those who are already married. Feeling bad about yourself, saying you don't understand why it's you. You're self-pitying yourself. You're feeling bad. It's Your energy doesn't match where you're going. You have that desire for a reason. Don't question it. Once you've been purified and God does his sanctification process and you stop idolizing marriage and that desire's still there, he has it for you. Don't doubt it. You don't want it now just to fill a void. You okay by yourself, you and God. You don't want a man just so you can feel loved and validated. You got God for that. You're healed and you're whole. You're still moving and grooving, but it's not like it used to be where you would stay in some mess just to have somebody around just so you can feel loved and whole. No, God does that now for you. And that desire is still there for a reason. And I'm telling you now that if you're praying for it, he will complete it. But you must stop canceling it out with the words you speak and the narrative you have believed about yourself. Take a day and just listen. Listen to how you talk about the things that you desire. I think I've told y'all this before, but where I, when I realized this about myself, it was not like some like divine revelation. It was one day, you know, I was like, you know what? I really do want to get married. Like, I really do. And it was just a desire that I realized in myself. And this is before I even got as close to God as I am now. But I, I was like, yeah, I would love to get married, you know. It was in my late 20s. And I remember going home to visit. And my best friend 
one of my best friends from home. She was like, I was talking to my mom, and my mom was like, I just, I, I can't wait for Mickey to find someone nice. Her mom said that. And she was like, Mick, Mickey's good, mom. She doesn't even want that. I was like, hold up. Y'all really think I don't want this. Why do they think that? Because for so long, I was like, mm -mm, I'm good. I don't need a man. For so long, this is the narrative that I told myself and others. Because I was so holed up. It was hard for me to break my wall down. I was so tight when it came to letting people in that I convinced myself that the very desire of my heart was not real or true. It can't be because I keep being in failed relationship after failed relationship. I believed what was happening around me because of the hurt within me. And I was confessing that. And guess what? It, it became reality for me. I never had a substantial relationship like the one I desire now. I was idolizing marriage and, and, and relationships. I was wanting it, but at the same time pushing it away with the words that I spoke and with my heart and heart. I'm being real vulnerable with y'all today, okay? <laughs> but real talk, I was attracting emotionally unavailable men because I was emotionally unavailable because I didn't really want them for the relationship. I just wanted someone there so I could feel loved. And validated as a woman, as a person, so I could feel worthy. That's it. All I was looking for was God. But baby, I didn't know. Once God found me, once he healed me, he showed me who I really was. And that's the whole point of this episode is we are on a journey to getting reconnected with us. I told y'all girls to read The Worthy Mind by Meadow DeVore. Such a good book. It's so you can get reconnected with your desires. Because at some point in time in our lives, we lose them. You get disconnected with what you truly desire because your past or experiences you've been through. Or because you haven't seen it in your own personal life. We get disconnected and think we can never do it. And so we just talk ourselves out of what we actually desire, genuinely desire. That's a good book. Y'all got to read that, okay? That plus uh, Brene Brown's The Power of Vulnerability. Girl, that'll get you right, okay? But yes, I was telling myself an outdated narrative. Because I was talking like that. I don't need a man. I don't really want. I'm good. I don't really need that. Because none of it was ever working out for me. Because I wasn't even opening my heart to have a genuine relationship. Like, we always talk about men, but if you keep attracting emotionally unavailable men, sis, and you can be around him and, and he's not opening up to you, do you think you're opening up? Because now that I have found my power of vulnerability in myself, I can't even have people around me that I can't be myself around. I can't, it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable when I feel like how I'm talking to y'all right now. If, if I have people around me and I'm talking like this right now and I feel like I have to mask it or hold back, I'm not talking about casual, like, coworkers. Or I'm talking about my friends, people that I consider close to me. If I can't open up and be real with you about the things that I've gone through, the things that I have healed from, like, deeper things in life, I'm not comfortable because that's a surface-level relationship, right? And, and that means that I can't fully be myself. And that means I can't be true to who I am with you. Right. And so once you open up your heart, you're able to have genuine relationship and connection. You know, most of us had I had no business dating then. There was so much healing that had to be done, girl. 
for me to even be connected to people in a real way. God connected to me, me to him in a real way, and he had to open my heart like that so I could even start this community. So I could even want good things for other women, people in general. So I could even feel the empathy he feels and the love and the compassion he feels. Now I'm a big crybaby, right? But he had to soften my heart. I had been hurt by other people so badly in my past that it had me hardened. Real life. And so, sorry, I'm getting a little off track of our topic, but obviously that was important. Obviously someone going to relate to this. But now that I've spent time with myself and time with God, sis, I realized that I had no business dating. I had no business trying to connect because I wanted a serious relationship, but what was being offered to me was casual. And that was not who I was anymore. I don't casually date. I want to meet someone who I can take seriously, who courts me and wants to propose to me and make me his wife. That's what I want. It's like you desire more, but you're stuck in autopilot on who you used to be. So what you're saying, what you're speaking, what you believe about yourself is different than what you actually desire. And then this season, sis, it's time to get to know yourself again. It's time to reconnect with who you are truly at your core, your genuine desires. Who are you? In the Bible, it says that, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you, God said to Jeremiah, that he intricately wove us together. That includes what we desire. You can't say you want love and connection, yet you're stuck in self-isolation and you're quick to just be alone and push everybody away. You want love. You want to feel whole and healed and, and validated as a woman and know your worth. That's what you really want. And once God did this healing work within me, I feel like even my old friends that I had before I I healed and everything, my relationship with them got stronger and more genuine. It even helped open them up. It even helped them want to heal. And the second thing I wanted to talk to you about is once you do the work, once you heal, once you discover who you are, once you become connected with your desires, now what has to change is your environment. Now what has to change is who you hang out with. You have to become super sensitive with who's speaking around you and what they're saying around you. You have to become sensitive to the environments you're allowing yourself to hang out in. Do your current environments that you frequent and do the people in your life right now align with where you see yourself going. There's a quote that says you cannot think higher than that you are exposed to. So if you see yourself successful and prosperous in a healthy marriage, traveling or or becoming a successful business over or, or becoming a writer or being a good parent, if you see yourself in a certain position in your future, understand it's God who gives us vision. If you can literally see it and it never goes away and you truly desire it and it will serve him and give him glory, it is yours for the taking. But you must align in every way in order to get there. And what's important, sis, is that you pay attention to where you spend your time and who you allow to spend time with you. Do they align? Because let me tell you something, babe. 
Okay, let's say you start doing your affirmations and you begin to believe who you are. You begin to receive God's grace and his help and his insight and his knowledge as to how you are to pursue the things that you desire for your life. But then during the day, we're on autopilot. You're speaking against it and you're cursing it. And not only are you, but so are the people around you. All of us have had friends who bring the drama, right? They're the friends who always have something big going on. They always have to call you. They always have to give you the tea on everybody and everything. But when it comes to their own healing journey or making strides for their own goals, it's all complaining and excuses in dead-end relationships or hanging out with people they don't have any business hanging out with. They've got bad habits. And, and these are people you love. These are people who you've been through the ringer with. And so you are loyal to the time you put in with them. But I'm telling you, sis, that if you stay loyal to the time, you may miss out on the new connection that God can bring you because God redeems time. So you may meet someone who you've only known a year three months, four months, and form a connection with them that you can't explain because they match where you're going. But in order to have these divine connections, you have to make room for them because you can't be bouncing around, hearing different things, having inconsistency in a season of acceleration or in a season of elevation. You can't. You have to be vigilant about who's speaking into you and who you're spending time with in seasons where God is taking you to the next level of thinking spiritually. Because the change is not just on the outside. The change is especially in the inside because he's always going to form you and make you refine your character to make sure you can sustain the blessing first. <laughs> you can tell, sis, because you now notice how you talk. You now say like, mm, that's not me. You're starting to wake up. You're coming out of that autopilot way of thinking and talking. And you're starting to be more serious. And so this is where affirmations come in. Affirming what you believe or what you know in the morning will shift your entire day so that you are more vigilant in aligning everything you come across to where you're going. Begin to do affirmations. And I give my girls these every month. We have a monthly prayer call, but on the end of the prayer sheet that I give them is 10 affirmations that I'd be making them do every day. Okay, not making them, you know, do your thing, but like I hold them accountable. And some of the ones for the number one for January was that God is creating a clean heart within us and renewing a steadfast spirit within us. And that is from Psalms. Because I just said that God does the healing inside first before we see the things that come from it on the outside. And it's just proclaiming and, and receiving that healing. It's so important what you say to yourself. You talk to yourself more than anyone else. It's so important what you say. Even if you don't write these down, in the morning, start affirming to yourself. Even little things. If you've been walking around saying, God, don't talk to me. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm like, you're so negative, babe. You're a nice person, but you're so negative, especially when it comes to you and your walk with God. Start changing that. 
What did God tell Joshua before he was crossing over to the promised land? Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it. Meditate on it day and night so that you may make your way prosperous and successful. Huh. It's pretty clear about how powerful it is to speak the word over yourself. Maybe you have poor self-esteem, poor body image, right? I am fearfully and wonderfully made versus I am fat. I am ugly. I hate how this looks on me. I'm never going to lose that weight. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. You're speaking the word over yourself. And so the other example, instead of saying the actual word, would be God doesn't make any mistakes. God created me on purpose for a purpose. See, they align with the word, but it sounds more natural. It sounds like what you would say to yourself. Because, sis, I need you to begin to do what the word says to do, which is cast down everything that doesn't align with the word of God says. Speaking against yourself in these ways does not align with what God says. And so I need you to recognize when you're doing it so that you can replace it with these affirmations. You are affirming who you are and where you're going. Affirmations affirm where you are and where you're going. They help you to align your beliefs and your thoughts in the way that you are going. You don't live back there anymore where you've had, oh, I ha- I always have bad relationships. Oh, men never. Men do. Men do Okay, but you're praying for a husband, sis, so I need you to start affirming. God does have marriage for me. Marriage is in God's will. My marriage will have a purpose. I will be healed and whole before I get married. Start saying affirmations, affirming things to what you see yourself accomplishing. Understand that your desires are from God once you've gone through the process. Understand that he sees you, that he loves you, that he's moving on your behalf. And because of that, that alone should show you the power of your words. So, sis, I need you to start being more purposeful in the way you talk. I need you to be more purposeful in the places you hang out, in the people you spend your time with, especially in a season you want to start moving towards the direction of what you desire. In a season where God can accelerate your growth because you are now in alignment. Stop playing with him, okay? He's serious about his daughter. So I need you to stop speaking against the things that you're desiring. Stop speaking against what is yours. I'll never, I never, stop. You're so negative. Begin to affirm where you're going and who you are now. It's time to update your story It's time to update your story. That narrative that you tell yourself about yourself, is it updated? You got the old version. We need the new version, right? And so because we are in this season of aligning what we say, how we think, our beliefs with where God is taking us, we have gotten serious about the types of events and things that we have scheduled for our members. Yesterday 
we had a HPC hangout, our very first one, and the discussion topic was let's talk money because we want to talk about our financial goals with each other. We want to hold each other accountable. We want to move in the right direction forward. And also, I need to gather this information so I can provide the resources for my girls that they need when it comes to finances. Um, we are going to start having a financial advisor come and talk to the girls. We will have financial specialists come and talk to the girls. We are going to have a lot more financial resources available to you through via our memberships. So that's all included in the membership. You'll get access to the experts that we bring in to come and chat. So if this sounds like the crew for you, if you're serious about upgrading and elevating and need the support of friends who are also like-minded, because I know a lot a problem for a lot of us is that we have been friends with people who have been in the same place for a long time. Some of us it's hard for us to find a network or a group of women who are also like, I want to heal. I want to get closer to God. I don't want to live in the cycle of how I used to live anymore. I want to be held accountable. I want to actually achieve goals this year. Like-minded women who are on the same journey. And we all come together and we all support and help each other. We're very exclusive, but also very consistent. It's not one of those things where you'll come in and be like, where is everybody? No, we all on it and serious. <laughs> very much so. So... If you're looking for a consistent, supportive community that's open and also there to help push you and support you in your journey of healing and growing personally in every way, becoming the healthiest version of you, join her Promise Circle. The link is down below to become a member. We offer a lot of things to our members, so it depends on the membership you choose. Inner Circle and Empowered Elite, the two higher-end membership options, include a coaching session each month for you. So if you are a girly who wants serious accountability and wants to work with a faith-based coach, we've got that as well for you as an option. So, sis, the three takeaways I want you to take this week are, one, the power of what you affirm and meditate on. How important it is what you think and speak and say. What you think, what you speak, and what you listen to. If you have to, sis, change those TV shows. Change that music you listen to. Is it speaking into you or is it just mess? In a season when you're growing and, and accelerating, you can't do the same things that you used to do. You can't be lazy about it and think it doesn't mean anything. No, what are you feeding yourself in this season? What are you affirming? What are you meditating on? Everything must be in alignment. Understand the power of affirmation and meditation in your life. The second thing. Time to upgrade our environments, time to upgrade the people in our lives and who we're spending time with. It's time. I'm not telling you to completely get rid of her, just saying have boundaries. Also, I'm telling you to come up out of that I'm nervous and scared to meet new people and get yourself in environments and places where the future you would be going to, where you see yourself. I need you to be her. I need you to show up as her. Because as you grow and elevate into her, everything around you will change. Once you begin speaking and everything's in alignment, where you stay and where your environment is is going to elevate as well. 
who you're around is going to elevate as well. And if the people around you aren't elevating, then those aren't the people you need to be around in this season. Not spending most of your time with. Still doing their thing to trying to avoid healing. They're still numbing themselves. They don't even want to heal. They just want to keep staying in those cycles and blah, blah, blah. It's not you no more. Baby, you want better. And don't think it doesn't matter because it does. Bad company corrupts good morals, period. And so you need to get around other people who are healing and growing, who are talking about their goals and not other people. Who are pushing you and supporting you in your own goals because they're pushing themselves and supporting themselves in their goals. Who are speaking life into you because they're able to speak life into themselves because they have done the healing process. Those are the type of people you need around you. And lastly, self-awareness. Take the day and just assess yourself. What are the things you say? What's not in alignment? What is in alignment? I need you to be real honest with yourself in this season, babe, and figure out what's in alignment and what is not. Discernment is going to be needed for this season. You have to figure out where you're placing your boundaries and where you are going to come up out of your comfort zone. You can do it. You can go into those environments. You can make new friends. You can do it. You can use the self-control God gave you to control those thoughts. You can re-learn. You can unlearn that old narrative and replace it with who you are now. Upgrade that previous software. It's going to take self-awareness. Be honest with yourself. What do you want? What do you desire? What has God put in your heart? When you pray, what do you spend your time praying about? And why do you want it? Get real vulnerable, get real real, and learn yourself again. And then align everything to match her. Show up as her. If you decide to join her Promise Circle, first of all, we can't wait to meet you. I myself offer personal mentorship, but we just started our Sister Circle mentorship this week. The girls just had their first mentor check-ins. It is our group mentor program, and the girls meet every single week. You will have homework. You will have accountability. You are all coming together, talking about your goals and growing deeper in your relationship with God. Don't forget, we offer our Sister Circle program. It is a group mentorship program where you come together, have weekly check-ins. You're going to have homework, sis. You're going to be held accountable when it comes to the goals that you share with us, as well as applying God's word to your everyday life. Practically, we're here for you. We would love to support you in your journey as you grow and heal and become the best, healthiest version of yourself. I thank you so much for listening to my podcast. I've been seeing a lot of new views. <laughs> my girl Beautiful on Instagram, she shouted us out the one day and some of her followers started listening and I'm so appreciative. Yes, yeah, shout out to you, sis. <laughs> and Also, as I always say, please reach out to me. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what you thought about the episodes. Also, giving me ideas for things that you want me to speak on. Please reach out. My Instagram is at Mikkel.Renee or at HerPromiseCircle.com. We also... Also, I wanted to ask you guys a huge favor. It helps me so much. If you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, follow me on Spotify subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. That would be awesome. And I want to pray for you. And then I'll see you guys next week.
Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for my sister, for the desires you placed in her heart, oh God, for hearing her out. Lord, I thank you for the seed that you planted in her today, and I pray that it is placed on fertile ground, that it abundantly grows in her life, that it is nurtured from the things that she hears from this day forward. Lord, I pray that you dwell with her as she's praying with you today and give her clarity on the things that you want her to spend time on. I thank you for the increased self-awareness and discernment you're giving us in this season so that we know where we need to place our boundaries, what we need to remove and what we need to move into. Lord, I pray that that my sister has supernatural faith in you in this season, is overcoming her fears and is able to come up out of self-isolation in a way she never has before so that she can step into what it is you have for her in this season. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thanks for listening, sis. Don't forget to leave a review. Become a member if her promise circle sounds like it's for you, and I'll see you guys next week.